Hey guys, it's Christy from Retail Bliss. I'm back this week and the focus of the audio blog this week is talking about email marketing. Um, and this week I'm going to give you five actionable tips that you can put into your newsletters going forward to convert more browsers to buyers from your email newsletters. So let's dig in and get started. So if you've read my blog, you'll know that email marketing is something that I'm very passionate about. And you probably think that that's something I started my business with, and maybe that's just something I've always been really interested in, but it's not. I actually had a very different perspective on email marketing before I started my business. Um, when I used to work for corporate clients in strategy consulting, email I always saw as being very spammy, I guess, because the corporate clients I used to work with, I mean, all they would send out is just newsletters full of sales and promotions and stuff like that. And I didn't really have a lot of exposure to email newsletters that were actually really well written until I actually got into the entrepreneurial space a little bit more. When I first launched Encircled in 2012, late 2012, I was on a platform called Magento that some of you may be familiar with. And I had an opt-in on my homepage and I didn't realize until three months later that opt-in box was not working. So people were putting in their email address and hitting the button to subscribe and the email addresses were going nowhere. They're actually being lost. So you can only imagine A, how embarrassing that is and B, what a waste of time. I had so many people on my website and I wasn't capturing any of those email addresses. Um, when I shipped over to, when I switched over to Shopify in 2013, I think it was around February, March, 2013, um, immediately email marketing became a bigger focus for me primarily because I enrolled in this program called Marie Forleo's B-School. And in B-School, she talks a lot about customer engagement and content marketing. And one of her primary channels that she recommends for all business owners is email marketing. So I started to really change my perspective around emails and what they could be for both the business and for customers. And I took the perspective of myself and I started writing emails to my very, very small list. I think I had 20 people. Uh, actually, I think I started with 100 people, all friends and family and stuff like that that I know. And then I asked them to re-opt into the list or whatever if they didn't really want to read my stories and stuff like that. And then I just started writing emails about what was going on in the business, like where was our latest press, like what products or colors are we launching. And I wrote every single newsletter from first person. So that was, I guess, now four years ago. Um, and our list is now, our email list is... A lot bigger but it's not as big as you know some of those big big brands but it's it's in the four-figure range which is pretty solid the high four-figure range and it's actually our most profitable and most reliable channel for revenue encircled so I believe in the list there's money in the list they say so let's get started with my five actionable tips to start building your list let's go so the main tips I have for writing emails that convert to sales really go back to um, the email itself and things you can do within your email provider and within the actual body or subject line of the email to make them more effective for your business. Now I'm not going to get into super technical things. There's definitely a lot of reporting features in MailChimp and Klaviyo and other platforms such as that that can take you into measuring where people are clicking and all that kind of stuff. Right now we'll talk about just the internal, I guess, copy of an email and what makes that more effective. 
So my first tip is really around the subject line. Use a compelling subject line. This is something that's a big miss for people and myself. I'm a terrible copywriter. I just, I'm not good at writing salesy copy. If you've seen Retail Bliss, you can obviously see that. I have a tendency to undersell things. Um, but it's really, really important to do research on copy on subject lines because that will make the difference between somebody like just auto deleting your email and opening it up to see a peek inside and what's going on in there. So I think the more personal you can make it, the better, but also the more enticing. So you want to typically ask a question or make a statement or something that would compel somebody to actually open up your email and have a look inside. If you are having a sale, you can put sale in the subject line for sure, but I mean, uh, you don't want to be sending out sales newsletters every single week. Then you're just no different, no better than The Gap, who does a very big business, but I would say has a very transient audience that will, you know, quit if they don't have the sales. So work on your copy line, um, your subject line. There's a lot of great tools out there that are free where you can put in your subject line and have people come up with like gen auto-generated titles that might be a little bit more effective. Um, you know, I think between five to seven words is good, um, but definitely make it intriguing based on what's going on in your actual email. You can also, I believe in MailChimp, you can A-B test subject lines, so you can play around with a couple and see what types of subject lines really resonate with your audience. So my second tip is to have an objective and a clear focus for your newsletter. So when you're sending out a newsletter, you need to sit back and understand why you're sending it out and what you're your primary objective is for that newsletter. So every week at Encircle, we sit down, we talk about the newsletter and what we're gonna do and why. Um, and we talk about what the primary focus is of the newsletter. It doesn't mean we're not gonna talk about anything else in the newsletter, but it does mean that we are gonna have a focus for the newsletter. So for example, this week's newsletter that we did, the primary focus was to launch our new long sleeve top. So that was what was in the email subject line. That's what the focus was in the email header graphic. That's what the focus was in the body of the first paragraph of the email. We also talked about our dressy sweatpant lookbook, which was a secondary message. And I always kind of sign off with a little something at the end as well. But really the primary focus was that um, launch of the long sleeve top. And we knew that our goal there was to get clicks and get people to buy. Um, and it worked. So have a clear focus, have an objective, know that maybe you want people to read a blog post, maybe you want them to buy something, maybe you want them to follow you on Instagram, but the key is really not to ask people to do too much, otherwise it gets very, very confusing for the reader. My third tip for writing emails to convert to sales is to make it personal. So there's lots of tools out there. MailChimp has the ability, if you have a list where somebody signed up using their name, to personalize um, not only the subject line, but also the to box um, to the person's first name versus their email. And that just adds a nice little personal touch. Um, the other thing you can do is write your emails from the first person. You know, this is one of the benefits of being a maker or a small business owner, and maybe you do have a team and stuff like that. But you know, writing from a first person is kind of cool and builds that connection that, you know, people want to feel with the brand. They want to know who's making, you know, that maple syrup or that ethical t-shirt or, you know, who's behind all of this. You know, brands like The Gap, that's where we have the advantage. We can actually showcase ourselves and start to build an emotional one-on-one -on -one connection with our consumers 
Whereas those brands are really like akin to just putting the latest promotions and sales because that's all they know. We have an opportunity to make the content in our newsletters more personalized and relevant, not just by when I was in corporate consulting, they would say, you know, personal and relevant. Oh yeah, definitely. You got to put in those, like somebody likes winter gloves. They got to have winter gloves in their email. I'm not talking about that. I think that's an important thing to put the right products. If you're at that level where you're promoting personalized product recommendations, but I'm talking about making it actually engaging, emotionally relevant and personal in the sense that you're speaking to your dream client or customer exactly how they want to be spoken to and giving the right information. You know, you may be, let's say you are a kitchenware company and you're sending out blog posts about, you know, vacations to Paris. It may not make sense for your customer, your ideal client. So think about what's engaging and interesting to them and make it happen. So my fourth tip for writing emails that convert to sales is have a clear call to action. So this is deeply connected to having an objective and a clear focus for your emails, but it's really, really important to have a clear call to action, a CTA, as we say in the industry. And usually you want that pretty high up in the email and pretty prominent. So in the example I gave for the second tip, you know, it was having two shop buttons because we have two stores um, and they were fairly big. And the clear call to action was shop, like buy this top. Um, and that was really prominent. The buttons were big, hard to miss. Everything was pointing to that. Um, all the links in the email newsletter um, pointed to that. So really that's, that's very clear that have a clear call to action and make it actually implemented. Um, the other thing to think about too, there is email links. So I often see a lot of small business owners not putting enough links in their newsletter. And I'm not saying like you should put a link in every sentence, but you know, a lot of people tend to click on the header in the email newsletter. If that's not an active link, then that's not a good thing. Somebody's going to think it's broken. So make sure you're putting links in the appropriate places. And my last and final, my fifth tip for writing emails to convert to sales is to alternate sales and update emails. So similar to the approach taken by Gary Vee, Jab, Jab, Right Hook. If you haven't read that book, I highly recommend it for social media where it talks about delivering content relevant and interesting to um, your customers, but measuring that off with promotions and sales for sure. Because you don't want to always be pushing out social promotion posts that are like, buy this, buy this, buy this. You're going to lose followers. You want to have that kind of engaging, inspirational content mixed in with that as well. So similar for emails, you really want to have an email that is focused, of course, and you want to have emails that drive your sales, but you don't want to always push and promote because just like I said at the beginning, similar to like the gap and all those guys, like all they do is come out with sales products. Like it's shocking if you see something that's actually not that in one of their newsletters. So you want to really get into a rhythm, I would say, with your emails where you know, maybe one week it's a personal blog post. Maybe one week you're talking about your Instagram account. Maybe the next week you're featuring a blog or a press article that came out. And then the next week you're going to push something really hard. Like we found a lot of success in that rhythm, like not going out every week with like a, a super hard sales push. And people will still buy even though there isn't a sales push. But you just want to make sure that you're not coming across as too spammy or salesy. You want people to stay engaged with your list and you want to bring them value. And people don't want to be sold to all the freaking time. So find that balance that's good for you and your dream customers. And you'll be able to tell, I think, by how your emails are converting. You can look at your open rates. If those start to go down, that's not a good thing. Um, And also your click-through rates as well. 
So those are my five tips for writing emails that convert to sales. Sorry, my puppy's biting my foot as I actually record this. So I'm just going to give her something so she stops that. Um, If you have any comments or questions, please put them in the comment section below. I'd love to hear from you guys and stay tuned for next week. Talk to you soon.